But when your faith is solely dependent on somebody else's faith, that's bootleg. And God doesn't want that for us. And it it can become dangerous because now we're not reading our Bibles and now we're not in fellowship and now we're not praying and seeking and, and, and trying to get to know who the Lord our God is, but we're watching other people and we're basing our faith on the, he said, she said. Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. I'm so happy that you are joining me another week. Can you believe that we are halfway through December? I'm t- I didn't told y'all last week. It is flying by so fast. Before we know it, we're going to be in 2022. Um, Before we go any further, I want to acknowledge, and as we do every week, a black creative entrepreneur, businesswoman, uh, or businessman that is out there doing their thing. And this week, we are going to put a spotlight on Miss Mallory, now Cunningham, right? Hey, um, Mallory is the owner of Little Miss Girly. She specializes in custom ruffle socks for little girls. If you have a little girl in your life, a daughter, a niece, a little sister, or a sweetheart that you want decked out in adorable custom socks, head on over to IG and you can follow and purchase on um, IG and Facebook at little.miss.com. Girly. And on Facebook, it's um, Little Miss Girly. Um, Mallory, keep doing what you're doing. I see your socks all the time on little girls at church. I mean, they are just adorable. Um, so check her out. 2022 is coming. And you know what that means. The Unassociated Poetry Jam is returning back in person. We are super excited for that. January 29th, 2022, we are going to be in San Diego, California. I'm t- I, did, I told y'all last week, everybody come in, so you might as well pull up, okay? Get your tickets online right now at www.unassociated.com. Bring your friends, bring your family. It's going to be an experience. For over a year, Unassociated, and like many other organizations, have been online. A lot of churches, a lot of businesses have opened up and have come back together, but this is going to be our first time back together. This is going to be a lot of firsts. I definitely a lot of firsts. There are a lot of team members that I haven't met personally that I'll be uh, meeting for the first time face to face. And I'm so excited to see you all there. So January 29th, 2022, we're going to be at 6525 University Avenue, um, San Diego, California, um, University of, I believe, um, UC San Diego. They're coming, right? I think so. Whoever you are, y'all come. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your best friends and them. We're going to be in the house on January 29th, 2022. Doors open at 630. For more information, head on over to www.unassociated.com. 
and get your tickets. Okay. So this episode, I am, oof, God is good. First of all, before I go any further, I want to say God is good. He has just been speaking so clearly. I don't know about you, if you are hearing God the same way that I'm hearing God, but God is speaking so clearly, plain as day about where he wants us to be and how we need to return back to him. And God is using his people. He's using his young folks, his young adults to go against what culture is saying good for the sake of holiness to standing on what righteousness is. And I want to be in that number. Amen. So this episode was inspired by a message that I heard this past Sunday. Shout out to Lady Lisa Johnson, who preached the word of God. She taught on getting back to the basics. And that is a that is something that we are forgetting a lot of, but getting back to the basics. And she taught on what Christians should and should not be doing as Christ followers and how we should be living and how we should be walking in the ways of the Lord. And as she was preaching, there was one thing that she she said a whole bunch of good stuff, y'all. <laughs> she said a whole bunch of good stuff. But one thing that really pricked my heart was when she said, do we really know God? And I was like, oh, <laughs> what a question. Do we really know God? Um, and that's something that I want to talk about today. I want to talk about um, three things, which is the rumors that we hear circulating around God. Two, I want to talk about who God is according to the scriptures. And three, I want to talk about how he wants to be in relationship with us, his people, his children. All right, let's do it. Now, when you look at the relationships that you have in your life, there are things that you know about people. Your mama, your daddy, your sister, your cousin, your best friend. There are some things you know about them because you are in relationship with them. You've spent time with them. You've gotten to know their likes and dislikes, their their good habits and bad habits, their preferences, and so on. Because you've spent time with them. I know that my best friend does not like breakfast food and she prefers chicken wings for breakfast. <laughs> and that one of her favorite sodas is Pepsi because I've spent time with her. I know my husband's favorite colognes because I've spent time with him. I know my father's childhood stories and recollections because I've spent time with him and I've sat at his feet to listen to him pour out his stories. So my question to us as believers is, what do we know about God in spending time with him? The only reason why I'm able to tell you certain things about certain people is because I've spent time with them. But people of God, my question to us, as I say it again, is what do we know about God by spending time with him? I was watching an interview today, actually, on The Real 
which is my show. That's my show. And there was a guest. Portia Williams was the guest on the show. And they, she mentioned something about her, her book. She wrote a memoir and she said that her faith, um, her faith is dependent on her mother's faith. And so she asked her mom a whole bunch of questions. She put a lot of her mom's story in her book. And she said, my faith is, is dependent on my mother's faith. And it, it kind of like shook me a little bit because I'm like, yo, that's, that's a little scary to hear. But it's so common that we ride on the backs of other people's faith. And I'm not saying that, you know, folks can't be inspired by watching other people walk with the Lord. Not saying that. I'm inspired by so many people's walks with the Lord. And it keeps me encouraged to to continue to walk with the Lord. But when your faith is solely dependent on somebody else's faith, that's bootleg. And God doesn't want that for us. And it it can become dangerous because now we're not reading our Bibles and now we're not in fellowship and now we're not praying and seeking and, and, and trying to get to know who the Lord our God is, but we're watching other people and we're basing our faith on the, he said, she said, but I sit here today at this mic and I want to let you know that God wants to be in relationship with you and he wants a one-on-one and not a a secondary person to link the two of you because that's impossible when he wants to be in relationship with you I want you to think about the things that you've been told based on somebody else's religion, somebody else's relationship or lack thereof with God. You know, I've heard so many people, I've heard people say things. I'm just like, where'd you get that from? Like, I got to get right before I come to church. I got to get right before I come to the Lord. Who told you that? Who? Who? <laughs> I I know my Bible tells me that I can come to Jesus even when I'm dirty. I can come to him as I am. Who told you you have to get right in order to become, in order to come to the Lord? Because that is counterproductive because you can't get yourself right. The only person that can clean you is him. I've heard people say, God don't want me. God don't like me because of my sin, because of the things that I've done, my shortcomings. God don't fool with me. God don't mess with me. Who told you that? Who? Who told you that God doesn't love you? God doesn't want you because of your sin and your shortcomings. Who told you that? I've even heard people say, I'm people say that they're comfortable in their sin. They don't call it sin because they're comfortable in it, but I'm comfortable in my sin. I believe God is pleased with what I'm doing because I feel like it's right. 
Who told you that? There is so much confusion and there's so much deception when we don't know who God is, when we don't know what he says about us or what he says over us, his intention for us, his plan for us. There is so much miscommunication and deception when we don't take out the time to know him for ourselves. And the thing about it is we we base God on our assumptions. If you can't book chapter verse that for me, that's your assumption. That's your feeling. It's not a fact. And we don't know the character of God. And we don't know how much he wants us. And we don't know the extent of his love. We don't know the upright and, st- and, and the steadfastness of his judgment. Because we assume who God is based on what other people didn't said about him. Let's talk about who he is. Let's go there. And I can't sum God up in a 30 minute podcast that's just impossible i can't sum god up in a lifetime because he's that big and he's that sovereign and he's that holy and he's that majestic and he's that mighty but i prayed about it and i asked god lord what on this particular episode do you want your people to hear what do you want them to know of you in this time frame and what the lord shared with me is that he wants us in this moment to learn and acknowledge and know of his love to to know learn and acknowledge that he wants to commune with us and that he's never changing so that's what we're going to start with um we're going to start with god's love so y'all go get your bibles pull up the app get your sword Get it, get it, get it. If you, if it's a hard copy, if it's a digital copy, we're going to go to the word of the Lord. We're going to start with Romans, the book of Romans, which is in the New Testament. Chapter five, we're going to go verse six through eight. That is Romans chapter five, verse six through eight. And this particular scripture is, um, I'm reading it from the NIV version. All right, y'all, let's go. Verse six says, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, some might possibly dare to die. Verse eight, but God demonstrates his own own love for us in this while we were still sinners christ died for us and the word of the lord is blessed let's talk about this scripture first what first of all the scripture puts in perspective that we were and are powerless that 
people that there are people on this earth that live for God. And there are folks that are ungodly as we speak, right? But regardless of our inequities in our, I can't even say this word, <laughs> this word I can't say, us being inadequate, boom, there we go. <laughs> regardless of us being inadequate, regardless of us being sinners, regardless of us being and acting ungodly, God demonstrated his love by sending his son on the cross to die. And it says right here, people ain't out here just saying I'm going to die for you. Even if they good people, if they righteous, you know, some might consider it, but don't hold your breath on it. But even in our powerlessness and our ungodly behavior and our wicked living, God demonstrated his love by sending his only son to die. And not even just God's love, but Christ himself too, because he had to love us to be willing to do it. So when someone says, God doesn't love me because of my sin. Romans 5, verses 6 through 8, shines a light on his character that says, regardless of your mess, God still demonstrates his love for us. I'm telling you, as, as we continue this episode and we, and we unpack the word of the Lord, it shows us God's character. So we don't have to depend on other people's faith and other people's perception of who God is. Because to be honest, they probably got the he say, she said from somebody else and their mom and their granny and their great granny and their uncle and their church and their experience. And it becomes a wild goose chase. And we don't know who God is because we don't spend time in our word. Let's move on. Another thing that God wants us to know in this moment is that he is never changing. Let's go to Malachi um, verse, no, chapter three, verse six. And just give me a moment. I want to pull up the, the version that I am reading from. I want to pull that up. Let's do Let's do the King James. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 it says for I am the Lord I change not. Therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed I am the Lord I change not. Therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed oh the word of the lord is blessed he said right there i for i am the lord i change not 
He changes not. We don't have to worry about God's character. We don't have to worry about what he wants for us because it's lined up in the word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will never pass away. This is something that we need to understand that, and I've said this before in past episodes, when, when we feel a disconnect from the Lord, when we're not hearing him like we ought to, when we're not seeking him or living for him the way that we should, it ain't him that is switched up on us. It's us doing the switching. It's us doing the adjusting and the moving around and, and the compromising and the just, just doing the most. <laughs> okay. God is always consistent. He said he'll never change. Another thing that God wants us to recognize and acknowledge is that he wants to be in communion with us. He does. Let's let's go to John um, chapter 14, verse 23. And this is the International Standard Version. And it reads, Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Then my father will love him. And we will go to him and make our home within him. Amen. That really blessed me when I read that because if we love God, if we are in relationship with him, the father, it says, then my father will love him and we will go and make our home within him. Isn't it something to be in relationship with God and God coming to live in you. That's deep. I don't know who that was for, but that's deep. God coming, the most sovereign, holy. Y'all listening to me? Sovereign, holy, majestic, the king of kings, the I am that I am, the one that sits on the throne. Angels cry holy, holy for all of eternity to, to, to God. That God coming to live in me? In this, in me? Because of my love in relationship with him, he's coming to live in me. That blows my mind. Because I think about, I think about how God uses me. And I'm like, Lord, I'm not worthy. (laughs) Why do you continue to use me? Why do you continue to stay with me? It's love. He's never changing. And he desires to be in relationship with his children. Let's go to John chapter four, chapter four, verse 24. This is the um, King James Version. 
And um, before we read it, the way that God wants to be in relationship with us is not service. It is not on a religious effort, but it is indeed intimate. God wants to be intimate with us. When it comes to 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 our relationship, he wants us to go deeper than just surface. If you ever heard, um, and I heard this during the message on Sunday, that there's a difference between praise and worship. Anybody can praise, praise God. Anybody. You don't have to be saved to praise God. You don't have to be in relationship to praise God. You don't have to, there is no requirements to praise God. Everyone can participate, which is wonderful. Everyone can. You can praise God for for that check that came in the mail. Oh, God, thank you for that check. You can praise God for them 10 pounds you done lost. Oh, Lord, we thank you. You can praise God for waking you up, giving him thanks and gratitude for breath in your body. You don't have to be in relationship for, you know, to do that. But there is a there is an intimacy that not everyone can get past or get to, which is worship. Um John chapter 4 verse 24 King James um version says, "God is a spirit." And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Worship is intimate. It requires that secret place. It requires vulnerability. It requires submission. It requires surrender. You cannot worship God on your own accord giving him um the rules we can't do that you can't worship him in pride you can't worship him in arrogance you can't worship him having not fully surrendered to god it requires all of you and not the parts that you want to keep to yourself so you can keep doing your thing. It says, God is the spirit and they that worship must worship him in spirit and in truth. Um, Saints, there's only one truth. I know when people say, tell your truth or live your truth, you can have a perception of what's going on But there is only one truth. There's only one. And the truth isn't always favorable to us and isn't always what we want to see or want to hear. But if you are going to worship him, you're going to have to be vulnerable. That intimacy that he wants with us. Worshiping him in spirit. Worshiping him in truth. And when 
you are surrendered in an intimate place of worship. That truth will a lot of the times turn around on you and show you who you are. God wants us to be intimate with him. He wants to speak. Do you know that God wants to speak to us every day? That he wants to perform miracles, signs, and wonders through his people every day? Do we know that? He wants us to operate in our spiritual gifts every day. <laughs> that we don't it, that it doesn't have to be a special occasion or some some every now and again miracle. He wants to use his people every day. He wants to use you every day. But how would we know that if we do not know him? And you it may you may be saying, well, you know what, Kendra, I don't know who God is. And we don't condemn you for that. If Jesus didn't come to condemn, if Jesus Christ himself did not come to condemn, I can't condemn you. Can't nobody else either. But what I'll say is, if you are listening to this right now, And you say, I don't know who God is. I don't know who his son is. Jesus as my savior. I don't know him. I want to invite you to get to know him. If you say, I'm not in relationship with him. Or I was and I want to rededicate my life back to him. This moment is for you. Um. We're going to take some time and we're going to open it up. Whoever you are, you may be in your car, you may be at work, you may be on a walk. You may be at your window, at your windowsill with a hot cup of coffee watching the rain. I don't know where you are. But if that is you and you want to surrender your life to Christ in this moment. And say, yes, Lord, I'll live for you. I'll turn away from my sin and I'll walk with you as you teach me and as you guide me and as you help me live a holy and righteous life, not a perfect one. But if you want to surrender your life to Christ, this is your moment. Romans 10 chapter nine says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And if you're ready to make Jesus your Lord, I want you in this moment, put your put your phone down. If you're driving, just press replay when you get somewhere safe. Put your coffee down, whatever it is, and I want you to lift your hands. This is a sign of surrender. When you have your hands up, this says, I'm holding nothing. I'm holding nothing and that I'm fully surrendered to you, Lord. So if that is you, I want you to repeat this prayer with uplifted hands. Lord, I thank you for loving me. Lord, I thank you for dying for me. 
I believe that you lived. I believe that you died and rose so I can receive salvation. Come into my heart. Change me. Renew me. I'm yours. In Jesus' name. And if you repeated that prayer and you believed that God raised his son from the dead and that Jesus is Lord, you are saved. And believe it, all of heaven right now is rejoicing. All of the listeners, even I am here at this mic rejoicing that you have given your life to Christ. There is a party going on in heaven right now. There is a grand celebration for those that that gave their life to Christ. The Bible says heaven rejoices over one. So if you are that one, we praise God. We glorify him for softening your heart, for making, for, for leading you to this moment to surrender to, to your life to Christ. And if that is you and you gave your life to Christ, we celebrate your new creation. We celebrate you and your new walk with God. And not only, um, do we celebrate that? But we want to continue to cultivate this new relationship in Christ Jesus. So if that is you, I want you to head on over to www.unassociated.com um, slash ask Kendra. And I want you to submit uh, and write in and say, I gave my life to Christ on this day, episode 81. Um, do we know who God is? I gave my life to Christ at the end of this episode. If that's you, I want you to write us. Okay. So we can connect you with the ministry. So you are cultivated and so that you don't just say this is, this is it. And that's all, but so you can actually grow in Christ and get to know your heavenly father who loves you who never changes and wants to be in communion with you. Um, Before we close out, I just want to pray over, pray over you and for everyone that's listening right now with all hearts and minds clear. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We give you glory for those who surrendered their life to Christ. God, we praise you so much for just who you are. Thank you, Lord. God, I'm asking right now that for those that are listening and says, You know, I don't know who you really are. God, that I pray that you prompt them and pull them so they can get to know who you are. So they can come into relationship and not have to depend on other people's relationship with you for their own. God, I pray that you encourage their hearts and the minds to get to know you intimately so that we can do more than just praise you, but worship you in spirit and in truth. God, we give you glory. We give you honor and praise in Jesus name. Amen. Y'all be blessed. Go and be blessed. Go and be great. We love you with the love of the Lord. Be encouraged. Send this message to somebody who you know who needs to hear this and ask him, do you know the Lord? All right, y'all until next week. Bye.